Oh, yeah. The sound of a 60s style, I think it's a honer guitar that I got from my friend Chris. It's a guitar that he grew up playing, so I was uh, grateful to be able to get that from him because it's got that sweet, sweet sound. Welcome to another edition of the Honeycut Scenario with me, Craig, your host. Uh, conversation with me and you. Simple coffee conversation about things that I've been thinking of and just getting into rhythms of communicating. Uh, as usual, I hope you are well. I hope wherever you are, you're in a state of uh, harmony. And if you're not, hopefully you're heading there. Maybe you have a cup of coffee. Uh, maybe you don't. doesn't really matter. Um, a little weather report here on the Outer Banks. It's been unseasonably warm, and I've found it to be unsettling. Uh, it has didn't feel natural yesterday. I feel like my body is ready to winterize, to get slow, to get deep, to kind of go into dream time. So when it gets hot like that, it's unsettling. Uh, so there's that on the weather report. I don't know how it is on your end, but, uh, I'm sensitive to weather. Uh, also too, with the band, everything, we are making great progress on a three song EP. It should be out at some point, uh, early December. Uh, if you're the fan of the band, everything keep on the lookout, uh, we'll be communicating about it. Uh, it's been fun to make music with those guys again and learn how to produce again, uh, you know, a few years down the road. So we'll see how that goes, but it's been a lot of fun so far. Um, and then I'm going to actually move into a topic that I have uh, been passionate about for a few years, uh, and it's been through my involvement with Carolina Ranch, which if you have listened to any of the past podcasts, you'll know Carolina Ranch is a 15,000-acre ranch in Hyde County, North Carolina. So that's East Carolina, like on a sort of a peninsula. It's not far from the ocean. It's surrounded by rivers and lakes. And it is considered a blacklands, which means it's kind of a swamp, but in reality, it's a shrub peatland. So it's probably 80% of it is uh, 10 to 20 feet of 10,000-year-old soil that's living soil that has all kinds of amazing fungi in it. And it is also a substance that's the most powerful natural carbon sink in the world. So it stores a ton of carbon. Shrub peatland has a, a forest on top of it, so it's actively pulling carbon out and putting it into the soil where it's digested. Um, so that's really important because we're working on valuating the carbon offset credits on the land right now um, through the use of creative water management, right? So it's going to be artificially intelligent water management around the canals around this land. Um, it is a stunning piece of property. It is wild. There are wild creatures on there. You do not want to be on that land by yourself because of the snakes and the bears and uh, some big cats that have been floating around, um, which is a really amazing feeling to be out there and be like, ooh, I'm a guest out here. Um, and part of what I wanted to talk about today is that it feels like um, life is catching up with this project and the uh, climate summit that just happened. A bunch of things came out of it. And uh, let's see, a friend of mine sent me a uh, press release from USAID saying that they are going to be granting projects around the world to preserve peatlands, um, and specifically in Indonesia, where they have a lot of peatlands that they are uh, getting rid of to plant uh, commodity crops. I think rubber trees. I could be wrong on that. Um, and uh, then the Washington Post just put out an article um, talking about how peat and the preservation of peat and the growing of peat is going to be very important to climate change because it is the most powerful natural carbon sink in the world. Um, if you remember some of my factoids that peat covers 3% of the Earth's surface, um, there's 15% less 
peat uh, as of just, you know, decades ago because of the burning of it, the removal of it, because people just thought it was a swamp. Um, but in reality, it's actually a very powerful carbon sequestration substance. And in this Washington Post article, um, they talk about nature-based solutions is what carbon, excuse me, what Carolina Ranch actually is. And what was interesting in this article, they got a quote from a guy named Christian Dunn, who is a researcher at Bangor University in Wales. And he says that Pete is the superhero of the natural world. Um, and there are two things going on here. One is that uh, a ton of carbon is stored in the peat. Um, and which is fascinating because it's 3% of the Earth's surface, but it stores twice as much carbon as all of the forests combined. So it's a bank of carbon. So not only can you grow the peat with water management, so you wet the peat, it gets bigger, you can add more carbon. In the case of shrub peatland, it pulls carbon out of the atmosphere a little bit quicker than a typical peat bog. And shrub peatland um, is in warmer climates, and it's only 1% of the Earth's surface, right? So it's even more rare than peat. Um, and the thing is, is when you have this much carbon stored, um, it's also can be a carbon bomb. So if it catches on fire, all that carbon goes way into the atmosphere and it's like you're just releasing carbon. The other thing through heat, as things warm up and dry out, peat is, uh, releases carbon into the atmosphere. So slowly it will actually add carbon. So what you need to do is you need to manage it correctly so it keeps the carbon it already has there and then find ways through like if it's shrub peatland to make sure that the forest on top is healthy and it pulls carbon out consistently. And if you're growing that peat, it can handle more carbon. So it's really a management thing. Um, and it's interesting because the United Kingdom has a ton of peat and they're doing some really cool stuff. So the Lancashire Wildlife Trust is doing some stuff. Uh, they were quoted uh, in Washington Post as uh, someone named Sarah Johnson and Mike Longden. Um, and so I did a little research on them and it seems like they're doing some cool stuff. And then there's another guy named Richard Lindsay from the University of East London. Um, and he pointed out that London actually sits on old Pete and they got rid of it to build the city. So, uh, really interesting stuff there. I love that the world is catching up to Carolina Ranch. Um, it's been a big passion of mine. There's a lot of peatlands in eastern North Carolina. Um, they should be conserved. They should be uh, managed correctly so that they can grow. Uh, there are financial instruments around it that will support this both privately and publicly. Um, so I just wanted to kind of share an update on a passion project uh, before I got on the road and to give you an update on the music. So with that note, I say... Be good to yourself. Have a beautiful weekend. Woo!